Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. It's a day of change for Twitter, for Sweden, and particularly for Barbados, which just became a republic, renouncing the British Queen. It's Tuesday, November 30th. Here's your News Fix. Twitter's co-founder Jack Dorsey resigned as CEO on Monday with immediate effect. In the statement uploaded to Twitter, Dorsey said Parag Agrawal is the company's new CEO as of today. Agrawal was previously the company's chief technology officer. Dorsey will remain on the company's board until approximately May, but on his decision not to remain on the board beyond then, he explained he believes it's, quote, critical a company can stand on its own, free of its founder's influence or direction. Last week, Magdalena Andersson made history as Sweden's first ever female prime minister. Within just seven hours of the historic appointment, her coalition partner pulled out, the government collapsed, and Andersson was forced to resign. Well, the update is Anderson is back. She is now set to run the country for the next 10 months before an election will occur. And in the newsletter, for anybody that wants to know more, we've included the most helpful article that we found. Now, the island of Barbados is officially a republic after renouncing the queen and swearing in its own president as a new head of state. The move is widely seen as a step towards full sovereignty for the Caribbean island that gained independence from the UK back in 1966 after more than 300 years of British control. For anyone wondering why Prince Charles was there for the ceremony, it's because Barbados will remain within the Commonwealth. According to Al Jazeera, there are now just 15 countries outside of the UK itself, with the Queen as its head of state, including Canada, Australia, Jamaica, New Zealand and Papua New Guinea. It's worth noting that this is not unexpected news, the decision was made last year. Looking now at what's happening today, jury selection for the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Kim Potter is set to begin. Remember that Potter faces charges of manslaughter for shooting and killing 20-year-old Dante Wright following a traffic stop in Minneapolis back in April. Potter claims she meant to use her taser but used her handgun accidentally. If you'll remember, the shooting sparked days of unrest and came at a similar time to the sentencing of Derek Chauvin, who was convicted of the murder of George Floyd the previous year, also in Minneapolis. Now, another trial that's set to begin in the US today is of former reality TV star Josh Duggar, who faces charges related to child pornography. For anybody not familiar with him, Duggar featured for years on the wildly popular 19 Kids and Counting show in the US, documenting the lives of Michelle and Jim Bob Duggar, devout Christians living in Arkansas. Josh, their eldest child, who was quite a checkered past, was arrested in April for allegedly receiving and possessing child pornography back in 2019. A Homeland Security agent at the time was quoted as saying the material was the worst of the worst he has had to examine. If convicted, Duggar could face 20 years in jail. His wife, Anna, who recently gave birth to their seventh child, is standing by him. Before I get into any updates about the pandemic, I have to hold my hands up and say I'm embarrassed, I'm sorry, and I made a big mistake. Yesterday, I referred to the Omicron variant as Omnicron, and I did it at least 20 times. I'm so sorry, but we can't be perfect, and we move on. What did make me feel a little bit better about the embarrassing mistake was the fact that the Times also made the same mistake. Anyway, back to Omicron. The latest is that according to President Biden, this new variant is cause for concern, but not panic. In Ireland, the cabinet is expected to agree with Neffet's recommendation that children above the age of nine be advised, but not obliged, to wear masks in school. In the UK, 11 cases of the Omicron variant have been detected at this point, and face coverings in shops and on public transport are now mandatory once again. According to BBC News, Prime Minister Johnson will later set out a plan for rollout of the booster vaccine. And in the newsletter, we've included a link to what we found to be the most helpful article on what you need to know about this variant of concern and the four others. 
Now shifting to some updates in sport. Footballer Lionel Messi has won the Ballon d'Or, the award for best men's footballer in the world, again. It marks a record seventh time the Argentinian footballer has won the award. Reacting to the win, Gary Lineker described Messi as a truly extraordinary footballer and an absolute credit to the sport, both on and off the pitch. The Instagram photo Messi uploaded with the award received nearly 9 million likes in less than six hours. And in the newsletter, we've included a link to an article that contains a list of all the top players that came behind Messi. Now, golfer Tiger Woods said he does not expect to return to playing golf full-time as his recovery from a car crash months ago continues. According to BBC Sport, Woods said he will have to pick and choose a few events to play each year going forward. In terms of the most read articles across media outlets this morning, most of them are leading with the Omicron variant and the pandemic itself, while The Guardian are leading with the reshuffle in the Labour Party and Al Jazeera lead with the news on Barbados. And lastly, today marks St Andrew's Day in Scotland. According to Christianity, St Andrew was one of Jesus' 12 disciples, but he never set foot in Scotland. Nobody knows for certain why he is Scotland's patron saint, but the country has an X on its flag because it is the symbol of St Andrew. That's today's fix. Have a great day.